Welcome to Beholder's Eye. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. The Great Isle is in a time of turmoil. Murat Hall raids the countryside. The Grand Abbot has called a conclave to regulate the use of magic. Emperor Simon of Crux and Queen Alanya of Thalmer, once enemies, are now betrothed. The zealous Red Hand terrorize all who oppose their doctrine. Only one group can make things more explosive. The magical miscreants are... Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roblox Bluebeard, a.k.a. Rosie. I'm a gnome artificer bard. Garen Kelso, High Elf Bladesinger. Mole Urzog, Orc Forge Cleric of St. Allegis. Cal Thornbreach, Satyr Bard of Eloquence. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? Uh, last episode, we got off the boat um, with no <laughs> incidents with the ferryman. Mole went and bought a bunch of steel so he can fabricate more armor. Um, and then during that time, we actually had some action where William Osborne was able to get a five-finger discount. And then we left. And while Mole was looking for a place to fabricate his new armor, there was an explosion in the vintage treasure shop. And we proceeded to skill check our way to saving tons of people. Um, we started our investigation of the explosion um, where William Osborne got another five finger discount from a dead man. Um, and we determined it was similar enough to the, the, the blacksmith shop or the guild shop explosion. Mm -hmm. um, and that's pretty much where we left it. Oh, uh, Mole did fabricate his armor while everybody was running around dying and on fire. So, yeah, well, after we, after we <laughs> saved them, he did participate in the saving of them. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where we'll pick up. Um, through the smoldering smoke of the flames, we see Mole in his splint mail and wooden shield come out. Um, and at the same time, Rosie and Garen are investigating within the uh, shop itself. And um, almost said Dulod, but William Osborne has drug out Anson, the orc proprietor. Um, the top, is, at least. So. The, yeah, the top half of him, uh, <laughs> leaving his legs, which had been removed from his body behind. 50% is better than nothing. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, yeah. Half off today at the vintage treasures. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot more than half. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are y'all doing? Uh, there'd been talk of maybe speaking with the dead man or what? Right. Although I, mean, I suppose if you want to speak with him, your disguise is kind of moot. Um, a little bit, yes. I guess we could drag his half body back to the shop. Um, that's <laughs> yeah, back Remember, though, like within this, within the chaos that's going on, um, you know, people are are paying attention to you now as a group because yeah. you just saved a whole bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would like to start interrogating people that were like witnesses 
and like not like interrogating interrogating but just like what did you see what was there somebody in the shop with him was there you know those kind of questions and so i would pick the most like together seeming people and and start asking around why don't you go ahead and give me a, an investigation roll on that and then we can kind of okay. instead of role playing every little interaction here we can that i kind of wanted to save you that yeah <laughs> that's a 28 28 okay so uh, questioning a number of people, um, the majority of people you do talk to together are not, we're just there having a day, um, yeah. you know, and, and chaos happen. A few of the people you do speak with, though, um, I'll give you some names here. Um, <laughs> hold on, I've got so many different docs. Okay, here we go. Uh, some of the people that uh, you do uh, uh, speak with are the actually the armor who um, you bought that steel from before, Danica, and then also there's a um, uh, the shop owner of the Wonders of the Past, who's also a human named Thomas Kelt. Um, both of them let you know that. Oh, and also just the general <laughs> good shop owner Dahlia. Um, she's a tiefling. She lets you know that, uh, or they all let you know that. You know the main conflict they'd seen with Anson, who was the proprietor of the Vintage Treasures, um, seemed to be with the halfling shop owner of the Dinky and Dainty, a bookshop and tea room that's across the plaza. Um, what was the name of the shop owner? Lincoln the is the Lincoln. Oh, the yeah, the the antiques, uh, vintage treasures. His name is Anson. A N S O N. He's an Anson. Yeah, he's okay. an orc, half orc now. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that was good. Okay, um, I, I completely derailed my train of thought. Oh. And uh, All right. what, what shop was Lincoln? Lincoln's in the Dinky and Dainty. Is that like right next door or? It's across it the plaza. Yeah. Okay. Uh, apparently, um, from what you got, there there've been a lot of like, um, you know, yelling at each other um, throughout the the time, um, mainly because uh, Lincoln was something of a uh, Lincoln, something of a, a strong supporter and vocal supporter of the church, and he finds what uh, um, Anson's open and pretty aggressive support for the emperor to be almost offensive. So there is like a political argument basically between the two of them that's gone out of control. Um, is Lincoln a known red hand type church supporter or like no, church, church supporter? Church, church. Okay. And so was Lincoln in the shop when it blew or th that was just no. one of those things that people saw during? Yeah. The, I mean, people, the, have, okay. people have seen that and just saying like, who would maybe have something out for Anson? That's the only one they could really think of because other than that, he's just a typical boring shop owner. And person. nobody saw anything okay. in particular, like someone suspicious walking in or. Okay. Um, let's see. You, <coughs> I think the, you rolled exceptionally well, didn't you? On your investigation. I net 20. Oh, yeah. A net 20. Okay. So yeah, let's, uh, then as far as what else you got from there, uh, Dahlia over there at uh, a new view, the good shop. Um, she's the, the tiefling. She's the one who tells you that, um, yes. Yeah, so he, um, it was strange. It seemed like they were making up. I know the other day, Anson, um, just yesterday, it seemed like a, a interesting show of good faith uh, actually brought over some tea for um, uh, our, our friend uh, Lincoln. He said it was from uh, a new new strain that he had been introduced to, and um, he thought it might be an interesting new product for them, and maybe they could go into business together, something he could sell in his bookshop. This isn't like Abernathy's strains of... Uh 
new botanicals, is it? <laughs> no, not that okay. kind. <laughs> Just make it sure. Prob- probably more the explosive kind. <laughs> Okay, and and yeah, with um, yeah, go ahead. So, it wants to open a tea portion of his shop. No, he wanted to like basically be like, I'll supply you this new kind of tea. I've got a hook up. Okay, check this out. Okay, like trying to supply him with like a foreign tea, effectively. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Well, that's really kind of sweet of him. Yeah, and then yeah, uh, then um, I guess it was earlier this morning. This day has seemed like so long now with all that's happened. Um, he. Lincoln actually came over to his shop earlier today with, um, I, I don't know, there was nothing really, I, I, there was no fighting this time. They left and seemed amicable. I, I don't really know him of and beyond that. Interesting. All right. Well, thank you very much for your information. We'll see if we can figure out what happened here. Of course. Of course. And I will rejoin with the rest of the crew, whatever they're doing. Um, I would actually have... Um, had Xena looking. Um, I want to basically, I'm looking to see if there's anybody suspicious, like if they're trying to see what damage they've done, um, you know, kind of come back to the crime scene type of thing. Um, just want to look for anybody out of the ordinary that, um, might be a suspect. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. (laughs) When I dragged the body out, Alex, would anyone have looked happy as well? Or would I have noticed possibly? I didn't think of it at the time, but. How about, uh, let's get both of you give me a perception roll for your individual needs. 16. 13. 13. Uh, you wouldn't have known, excuse me, you wouldn't have noticed anyone, um, uh, Osborne, um, in particular. Yeah, it didn't, I mean, most people were just horrified to see half a body. Um, and then as far as Xena going around, she doesn't, with the 16, um, uh, she doesn't see too much. The most suspicious thing is, it seems that Lincoln over there at the Dinky and Dainty is holed up behind his counter. Um, and he seems to be either shaking or crying. You're not sure, but it's an odd response. Is his shop beat up at all? No, his shop's completely across the way. Like, oh, oh, okay. Oh. Across the plaza. I see. It's across the plaza. Yeah. Okay. So in our heads, I'll say, Zima, notice this little dinky and dainty man acting suspicious. Like, I, I'm assuming I, we weren't part of the uh, Rosie's investigation, so there's no connection right. there, right? There's no connection, yeah. Okay. For Karen, I mean. I'm going to go check it out. So you're saying that to us at large? Yeah, in our in our heads, of course. Okay. Because I imagine we're pretty dispersed helping people and whatnot. His name's Lincoln, and he had a beef with uh, Anson, the shop owner, here. Well, he seems pretty shook up. It might be worth a, a talk with him. Maybe they were secretly gay lovers. It's possible, I guess. <laughs> that would be... That would be interesting. That's worse than Magnar and his wife. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what are you guys doing? What's everyone? Uh, I'm going to go across to Karen. Yeah. So I'll start heading towards the dinky and dainty. What's Mole doing? I've kind of shown up and he's kind (coughs) of awkwardly hovering. He doesn't do the investigation thing very well. Um, So, yeah, he's kind of at a loss. Um, (laughs) Yeah. He's also people. trying to pretend to not be a priest right now, so he's not doing magic, which is his other thing that he does. So he's just like, um, he, he's having, he looks like he's having a minor identity crisis at the moment. <laughs> 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 Would I pick up on that? I don't know. Um, I'm probably too busy investigating, so probably not. Um, 
Um, I, I think I'll, I think I'll follow, um, Garen and Cal. Um, okay. yeah, yeah. Just because sure. it seems like they've got, they've got something that they're doing, and he'll, he'll be there for backup. You can at least be the intimidating, like, hmm, muscle behind them. Yeah, yeah. If necessary, I can be intimidating. That's for sure. Um, so you, you make it over your way over to the Dinky and Dainty, um, and it is, a, it's a nice booksellers. The uh, uh, walls are lined with some books and tomes the there's a uh, nice little kitchen right behind the counter uh, you see a short brown-haired halfling sitting on a chair just kind of violently violently and uncontrollably shaking um and he looks up and he sees you and he says hello welcome to the dinky and dainty um i i, I think we're closed now for the rest of the day i, I i'm sorry you look like you need a hug I, um, I, I don't know. I don't know what I need. Do you need to confess to something? I, I didn't mean to, you know. I, I, what I did you mean not to? mean to do? I mean, I, I meant to. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's like I couldn't, it's like I couldn't control myself. I had, um, I had that ward for a long time. For a long time. I was supposed to just be, be there to, uh, protect the shop. That's really what I put it in for at, at night when I'd leave so thieves couldn't come in. And it was a bit overkill, but, you know, I'm a little guy. And, and so I thought maybe I'd, I'd keep it around if I needed to. But then I, I don't know. Like, just Anson and I talked a lot yesterday and, and it, things seemed good. And he brought this tea over and it was a little strong. It was a little delicious. Um, I You know, I, I, I could have <clears throat> been happy to um, maybe even sell it. And that was the idea. That's what we had talked about. And then... This morning, all I could do was just think of what he stood for as a person, you know, supporting the emperor. And, and I just got so angry and I just brought the ward over. And I, I, so I meant to do it, but it's just not me. That's not normally what I would do. I, I just put it in a, a little package and when he opened it up, it, I had a trigger and, and I, I didn't I didn't mean to. And where to. did you get this ward? Did you create it? No, no, no. I, 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 I bought it. Hmm. Um, it was from whom? I don't. I don't think I should tell you that. Well, I mean, you are going to go to prison if not executed for the murder I that know. you just confessed. I so know. why don't you tell us what you know? Because I don't want to, anyone else to get hurt. That's you know just a, a good person who was trying to help me out. <clears throat> the person who provided the tea. Now the ward. Uh, it's yeah, just us in the shop. Bought the ward. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you in the shop. I cast suggestion on him and suggest that he answers all our questions honestly and truthfully. Okay. And how does that? Let's see. Creatures that wisdom save against mine, which is eighteen. Okay, give me one second. You said he was a halfling, right? Okay. Wait, so, so he, so Anson brought the tea to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I wrote that backwards. Okay. Anson brought the tea to him. He brought the ward to Anson. You say it's wisdom save. Okay. What's your DC on that? Eighteen. Yeah, there's almost no way he's gonna get this unless I roll an eighteen. So nope, I got a ten. Um, so okay, you suggest the answers truthfully and honestly. And honestly, and um, uh, what what's required for suggestion? It, would that be something that would be pretty blatant for us to see that he's uh, doing vocal and material? So it's me saying something and using a material. Okay. Yeah. If I see you, that, you, I'm doing it. Okay. If it seems evident that you're casting a spell, I am also going to cast a spell. To, to make this a little bit easier, I'm gonna do calm emotion. I'm gonna make him not not upset anymore, so that he can talk to us coherently. I was uh, also going to cast calm emotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because 
I, I don't think we should turn him in, at least yet. I, I think we need to get more info out of him. Something weird's going on with this for sure. Um, okay, so you calm emotion on him. You make the suggestion, and he sits there. He stops shaking, and he looks at you. And after you cast the spell, I believe, do I, I do you need to ask the question again? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we need to ask questions now. So who, where did you get the, the, water, um, the thing from? It was actually a priest of the church. Um, Which part of the church? It was a member of, um, the way he was dressed was like he was a, a member of the Order of St. Peregrine, but he talked funny and he had some more magical items and he was willing to sell them to me, which made me think now he's probably not a member, but I don't know. What um, else did he offer you? That's all he offered me. He, he came in and he started drinking tea and reading books every day and we just talked for a while. And um, then he, one day we just got to talking about how I could use some defensive measures. And so I guess about a week ago, um, he took me to, um, well, it was just a, a little shop um, or not, not a shop, a, a little, I, I guess it was just a, it, it was weird. We had to go down to the downs and it was just a, an apartment down there. And he said, this is where a lot of the members of the church would come to work with him because even though magic was not technically legal we needed a way to to make sure that we're monitoring against the the evils that are coming in especially from thalmer and and the east uh, or the west and um so i didn't really think much of it at the time so i'm feeling very calm hmm. and clear-headed now and it seems odd it's the adrenaline yes so you said you delivered it yesterday because you felt so angry. Um, this did morning. you have? Oh, this morning. Did you have anybody come into your shop and talk to you about this stuff? Like this morning no. or last night? No, I just got up this morning. Um, you know, I did my morning prayers, got the shop ready, made myself um, some of that tea I decided to, to try. It was, like I said, it was pretty good. Um, and then I just dealt with some customers. But the more and more I thought of what the emperor's done, Done and how he's just really turned this country and this empire into something that is not in line with what Theos would want. Um, I got so much more angry and Can I, just... I see the tea or the cup that you used this morning? Or both? Yeah. yeah. I would like to cast detect magic. Since we're all like casting. To, I would like to do a nature check on the tea. Okay. Um, so you're casting detect magic and a nature check on the T. So yes. Um, and go ahead and give me those rolls, please. Uh, there's no roll uh, for this one. Oh. Okay. Uh, for the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet. If you sense magic this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic. Okay. Um, uh, and mine's a 16 because of jackal trade. Okay. So what you have with that is um, the 16 with the jack of all trades. You know this to be uh, um, Sanguine Blossom, which is similar to, if you guys recall, that's something that um, the alchemist also had that you questioned, um, except she had it more in a liquid form. This is the actual blossom itself. Um, and so this is the actual plant. There is magical there is magical properties to the plant um without a doubt it, it seems to have some illusionary qualities to it so it's illusionary i will relay that to the group of what it is um what did this member of the church look like it was a, a human it was an older man 
um, salt and pepper beard, and um, he wore a ring. That's that's what was the weirdest thing. He had a ring on his uh, left finger, his left pinky, and uh, it had a couple of like two two snakes kind of wrapped around next to each other, like like in parallel. It was golden. It just it seemed a little ostentatious for. A member of the church, especially a, a, a member of the Order of Saint Peregrine, but you know, um, yeah, that's really all there was to it. Um, go ahead and give. Well, actually, I don't think you need to give me anything, Garen. Um, the only time you've heard of somebody using uh, with that kind of ring before was Father Keurig years ago. Um, you remember he had a few of those lying around. Mm. All right, and, and and would a mole wouldn't know like this isn't like a weird like church thing, right? There isn't is that is it like potentially okay? What I'm trying to get at is like is there like uh, almost like within the organization kind of special clubs? You know what I mean? Like within any organization there is, but that sort of thing. Like, You've converted uh, fifty people to the Church of Saint Peregrine. Congratulations, you get a ring. No, or I'm thinking like in <laughs> like you know there's rumors of of like yeah like secret yeah. societies within the church itself, right? Like that like even like go cross you know, uh, like sect lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It, it, oh. Something that like, it, is that something that we, that mole might've potentially heard of, or is that something that would be, he'd be like, no, that's crazy. That never, that doesn't happen. So there are rumors of that kind of thing, um, happening, whether or not mole would believe that is up to you. Um, okay. but yeah, there are definitely members of that sort of, uh, there are rumors of those sort of organizations, especially those who are into some kind of arcane and extra esoteric magic that may not be suitable for, I guess, not not the public, but the, the general priestly populace. Got it. You know, uh, maybe considered kind of unsavory characters within the church. Um, yeah. Like, like not enough to prove that they're doing anything, but everybody's like, oh, no, they're kind of shady. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. exactly. Okay, got it. Okay. I don't remember. Did we, did we talk to the people at the alchemist guild or whatever? Um, what the sanguine blossom was for? Yeah, it makes you incredibly angry. It makes you go into a rage. Like it, it was the basically okay. the berserker mushrooms almost. That's right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Which is and like that's why he killed him. At least in my opinion, above the table. Like he he drank the tea and the tea made him incredibly angry and he killed him mm. because of it. He didn't tell me. He just said he had a trusted source. I, I think he wanted to go into business with me, and if he told me the source, then what would stop me from going to that source directly? With the disputes that you and Anson have had in the past, why would Anson come to you for business? It's publicly known that you disliked each other and had radically different views. It seemed like odd choice for a business partner. We didn't always dislike each other. I mean, that's just happened over the past year or so. We've just, I mean, it started off as, as we were friends. He would come over here all the time. We would talk. And as we got more and more, I guess, familiar with each other's views, we disliked it more and more. And it went from something of a friendship to 
you know, we unfortunately just, yeah, essentially. And so he made it seem like he wanted to come back and be friendly <coughs> again. Maybe we, this was a way to do it and we could keep the personal out and, you know, we could do business together. We both clearly are successful at what we're doing. So it would be silly to pass up that kind of income. Um, and, you know, I just like to see hope for the best in people. So maybe I thought he had changed his ways a bit. Also, we were gay lovers. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but. <laughs> well, not until Isn't I modify that... memory. <laughs> You're really going to make this guy just super depressed. Oh, yeah. yeah I already planned I, that. After he I, found out he definitely did the murder, I already planned that I'm going to make it so he was starting to feel attracted towards him the night before. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I, I was going to suggest you modify his memory after we've learned of this um, to modify his memory that he doesn't remember he killed him. Uh, oh no, I was very exacerbated. I don't think that. it's his fault that he killed him. He was magically, like, made to do it almost, you know? He was magically made more angry and amplified those feelings, but I think they were still there at a base level. Uh, being angry at somebody and then being magically hyped up enough to want to kill, kill somebody are two very different things. I, I dislike many people. I am not going to go kill them, you know? Like, that's not how that works. Like, with, uh, without the magical intervention, I think I believe that he would have not killed him. Right? Especially like, considering they were getting better. Like, they had right. nice conversations the day before. So... Well, um, I would recommend not selling this tea. I think it made you very angry. You think it was the tea? I know it was the tea. Okay. Do you think they'll still execute me? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be calm about it. So. If they if they find okay. out, um, then yes. Okay. In our heads, um, I want to go, do we want to try to save him or... If he can be useful, I don't know how. I I don't know if we we can save him. Um, it doesn't seem like he necessarily before this um, could live with what he's done. Mm-hmm. How far? Was I mean, the that's on him. From how far was the walk from the other shop to here, Alex? I mean, it may be not even two minutes. It, it's it's not that big of a plaza. <sighs> might not be a dick. I might do something nice instead. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I do suggest, though, we go search the other shop more carefully now that we know what we're looking for. Maybe we can find mm-hmm. his supplier. We could talk to the proprietor of the other place. I just need mm-hmm. to move the other body body parts so people don't see it. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, that that seems that seems fair. So, um, you guys are. What are you doing? <laughs> are we done with this guy? My belief so. Yeah, I, I believe Boss is still calm because he's seen us do magic. I openly tell him, if you tell anyone, I will find you and gut you alive. Okay. You've already been told doing magic is really bad and he's calm. He'll understand it in this situation. <laughs> and if you do that, I'm also going to do something for you that's nice. Okay. <laughs> that's such a fey deal. The hell? I'm a well, fey. Yeah, I know. That's, that's That was kind of what I was getting at. Like, I'm not saying oh it is, though, but um, I modify memory. I modify it to the point of he was extremely angry still. He walked up to the other guy's shop, but he didn't enter. He instead remembers turning around, coming back, and throwing the parcel away into like a river or something. somewhere he knows he couldn't get it back from. So he okay. can't find it. So he, there's no evidence that he did it, and he doesn't remember doing it. Just remembers going up there and then turning back. All right. You, um, what are you guys doing? Sorry. 
As he's agreed, I'm assuming he would just let this happen. He wouldn't have to do a save, but technically the role has a save. Okay. Um. Yeah. He'll he'll let it go at this stage, so it just succeeds. So yeah, his modifies his memory is modified. He has calm, no more guilt. Calm emotions last for what? Ten minutes or one minute? Um, it would be wearing off now. It's only okay. only a minute. So yeah, it's it's yep. already wearing off. <laughs> Oh, okay. um, <clears throat> as it starts to wear off, he's saying, yeah, it, it's a tragedy about Anson, isn't it? That whole shop, all those people. It, it yes. really is. Yes. Don't worry. We'll figure out what happened. Thank you for your help. Of course. It's interesting how that conversation would go in our, his head, because he would still remember the conversation of him telling us he did it, but now he doesn't remember him doing it. it yeah, it just That's causes true. cognitive dissonance, right? Like, he, it's weird. Yeah. Because he remembers telling us he did it, but not that he actually did it. And he'll remember being upset, but now he doesn't have any feelings that made him upset, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's probably coming yeah. out of it, he got calm, and now he's not upset about it anymore because he doesn't remember being the responsible one. Yeah, he'll be like, I, I just invented he'll- it in my head because I was so guilty about our friendship breaking up over all those years. Right. Right, like I, I think that's the logical conclusion is that like he he figured like he spin something out to make it make sense in his own brain. Yeah, we've probably yeah. given him some other sort of mental trauma now, but you know, like yeah, I'll just I'll say to him, thank you for telling us that you attempted to do it, and we will try and go and find your old friend's killer, and I'll leave the store. And don't forget, I made you a promise as I leave. <laughs> um, okay, we'll do. Thank you. Okay. Uh, come again when we, we're, we're open and things are a little better. Yes. Oh, I yeah. will. Those books look amazing. Bye. They really are. Bye. Did we leave him with that tea or did we take the tea off him? I can't remember. Y- you didn't take it. I was know. going to take it, but I don't know. Okay. If you want to take it, you still right? take it. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't get, put it back. Okay. <laughs> I was examining it. I just didn't put it back. All right. Cool. So you do. You- a lot of five fingering going on here. <laughs> well, like that's up to him whether do you want he me to notices that, right? Like, yeah. Do you want me to roll something or actually, yeah, let's do a sleight of hand. Why not? We haven't had a real roll off this game. Let's do it. It's a sixteen. I'm not the best thief. It's to see this. Oh, oh, uh, oh. Never mind. Did he Didn't catch that? me? I got it. Sixteen. Um. I'm sorry, and and thank you so much for for all you've done and are continuing to do in the investigation, but I do believe that's my tea. Uh, You don't want to drink this tea. It will cause you to get irrationally angry. Hmm. Remember, Remember, this is evidence. You almost carry through with a murder because of this tea. I can pay you for it if that's better. I mean, you know what? I I got it gratis as, as sort of a... A test, anyway. So, uh, you know, on you or on me. It's on me. You, you, you're free to to take those the, the leaves. That, that's fine. It's been a day. It's been a day. I'll throw him a couple gold pieces, anyway. <laughs> Chuck him at him. <laughs> oh my eye! Rosie's <laughs> not that strong, guys. It's fine. Uh, yeah, that funny. Um, mm-hmm. all right. so just to make sure this salt and pepper to hair man, is that Father Kinnig or? Could be. I mean, that means a uh, description. I mean, that's very vague description, but that could be him. Okay. You know, he's I never described him. So <laughs> I knew he's human as it. So yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So as we're walking across the plaza again towards the half orc, um, in our heads, I'll say it's quite possible that this man who gave the who gave the ward is Father Kinnig from Saint Crowley, who I'm after. He had the golden 
double snake ring, which I saw plenty of. He could just be an agent of Father Kinnick, but I don't know. And Mole knows nothing about Father Kinnick, really, because you, you don't Aaron hasn't told anybody about yeah. his past or anything so far. Who's? Oh, um, yeah, only Zalara, Zalara knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who's Father and, Kinnick? Well, he is the one who forced me to join up with him and become a mage hunter and was threatened by family. And so he is going to die, which is the whole reason I'm here. Hmm. I'm happy to help with that. It sounds like he deserves it. Oh, he does. I mean, to be fair, what's that? That makes your ill opinion of the church make more sense. (laughs) Yes. I suppose I should have talked to you about this before, but I guess we do not know each other for that long. In all actuality. (laughs) It depends on what timeline you're looking at. Um... All these people here on this plane, like four days. <laughs> yeah. And he was, he did some crazy experiments. So this, this falls in line. He is a terrible human being. But why would he dress up as somebody from St. Peregrine? Just in case people like us come asking questions. Mm-hmm. And St. Peregrine is in charge of the church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and remember, St. Crowley also uh, doesn't report to the Grand Abbot. They reports to the Emperor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's weird. So undermining the heads of the church could give more power to Crowley. Hmm. I guess that makes sense. Right. Ultimately, we're looking to reforge one and remove the other. So I, I keep our hands still. Yeah. And I do feel we need to check out this this house um, at some point. Figure out what's going on down there in the downs. Mm-hmm. Because it sounds like there's a, uh, well, I was going to say illegal magic, but that's basically all magic outside the church. Um, there's at least a, a den where people are doing things they probably shouldn't be and selling them to the general population, which is a concern. Yes. I mean, it should be regulated, but still available to everyone, yeah. It shouldn't be unregulated like that. Back alley deals are generally a bad idea, from what I've experienced. I have not experienced many back alley deals, so I would not know. Yeah. So, Anson <laughs> supported the emperor, right? Yep. And mm-hmm. Lincoln supported the church, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So that makes sense why. So that makes sense why someone would make Anson give the tea that caused his own demise. <laughs> Because yes. he was definitely given it, if not persuaded, to give it to the halfling. Oh, we Do can you... ask him in a minute. Yeah. That's are, true. Are both these things the same thing, or are they Oh, are they, they have separate? to be. That, that is quite the coincidence. Mm-hmm. Because if Edson is a supporter of the emperor, killing an emperor supporter from a church supporter, which hopefully we've removed all evidence now, that would cause quite a spark. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, I guess it's time to go talk to a corpse. While you're doing your corpse talk, I'm going to be searching the building for. We're not doing any it there. You got to figure out how to make it more inconspicuous that we're talking okay. to it, because yeah, like it's yeah, it's a little bit different than the I, last time. The, well, the last we time. can we can load up both halves on the klaxon fly, flyer and no, because the klaxon flyer is now a shield. Oh, okay. I made that. I mean, we can still load him on a shield and like wear <laughs> away. Like, we could just drag him along down the street, but um, it might be a bit messy. No, you use it we, as like a, a a stretcher. We could just well, there's a giant hole in the shop, so are you guys back rooms? Yeah. Back rooms to the, the shop, the yeah. yeah, there would be. Um, now, as you're, you're making your way back up, into the burning <laughs> building, I, as you well, there's no flames yet. Garen put them out or anymore. Garen put them out. Um, yeah. As you're, you're crossing the plaza again, though, um, as I mentioned before, there were city guards out there and imperial guards, and they've started to surround Anson's body 
um, kind of making as much of a medieval style perimeter as there would be um, as they're continuing to like do an investigation, they're starting to talk to some people. I suppose in our heads, I suppose we need his top half to talk to him. Yes, I think so. I don't think we'll get much talking out of his ass. Um, technically, <laughs> I only need his mouth. It just has we're not, to we're not doing those sort of things, Mo. With which to speak? That like I was literally reading it. It's really weird because I was like, "Can I talk to his, his like legs?" And no, I couldn't talk to his legs in the building. Um, what, you have to talk the... to his mouth. That's. Yeah, it, it makes sense, but it sounds dirty. Yeah, it has it, to have a mouth which with to speak is. Okay. Yeah. I'm guessing it needs so. ears with which to hear too. No, it, no. It, it, I think it's magical. It like the whole thing uh. is magical because it's actually <laughs> when it speak with dead, it's literally the corpse talking to you. Gotcha. I I so, so weird. Believe here, like mm -hmm. I'll just I'll just throw it in the in the in the thing. Um, so speak with dead. You grant the semblance of life and and intelligence to a corpse of your choice within range, allowing it to answer questions you pose. The corpse must still have a mouth and can't mm -hmm. be undead. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess if we're gonna... Yeah, why not? It's magical. That's... Yeah, so... It's weird. Yeah. Knows only what it knew in life. So, I guess Mole needs a mouth. <laughs> so, I, I would All right. assume probably at least his head, but yeah. I don't think we're gonna hack the head off of that torso out there. Do Not they right. look like they're doing a um, like a, a crime scene don't touch anything investigation? Or are they like trying to clean up and move stuff around and whatever? Yeah, clean up, move stuff around and, and talk to people. There's some, okay. there's certain ones are talking to people similar to what you did. You guys actually almost exactly um, like a more mundane version of what you guys were doing. Okay. I'm gonna walk up to one of the guards. Um, um, hello, sir. Hello. Um, I'm just. Oh yeah, they're robots. Um, um, are are you conducting an investigation around here? We are conducting an investigation currently, citizen. Mm, okay. Well, well, are you a citizen? Your accent is a little muddled. I I am I am here. Um, actually on, on business. Um, and, and like he'll, he'll reach under his like little cloak and pull out his amulet of St. Elegis. Um, mm. I'm an acolyte of St. Elegis. Does I'm that here to come to the church? Would that give your title as bishop? No. Uh, uh, the piece well, that actually, you're pulling out? I'm, I'm, actually, I'm letting you. I think so, right? Because there has to be some way to identify him to other people. And the amulet right. is, like, I don't know if you want to determine, I'll, I'll leave this up to you. Is it the amulet that determines that he's a bishop? Or is it his armor that determines he's a bishop? Because, like, St. Elegis, you know, like, armor is hand in hand with them. Would it be something on his armor that would note him? Or would we put it on? I, I guess I guess the amulet would have something, right? Surely, yeah. I think the amulet would too. Outside of armor, for social occasions. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, I I doubt they're outside of armor for social occasions. I imagine there's going to be some no. something where they're not full but, plate mail for a okay. whole evening. Yeah. Then like if you guys are having your yeah. Then if we're determining that, then I will I will not say what I said because if that's that's how that works, then I would know blatantly this is declaring that I'm a bishop. Yeah. Of Saint Elegis, yeah. I, I, you um, it would, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm here as an emissary of Saint Elegis, and he'll kind of pull it out from underneath his his cloak. Oh, um, oh, your most reverend. Um, yes, it's. It, 
the this is something of a, a state matter, um, though we appreciate the help from the church always. Um, were you, I'm doing the weird voice, were you able to um, ascertain anything about this situation, your most reverend? Were you here? I was here when the explosion happened, um, helped some of the survivors, um, but I have not been able to ascertain anything as of yet. Um, I'm sure you heard actually of my companions and I helping with, um, attempting to get other information with a previous thing similar to this. I, I did not know that was you, but yes, there has been talk of a bishop, um, mm. and, um, a, a ragtag group of people who speak a little funny um, yes um i've made it a personal matter to try and help figure out what's going on in regards to these mysterious explosions well um you know not sure what the regulation would be with with your your level your most reverend how about um you're free to look around i would assume we don't want to hmm. would you um would you allow me please um speak with the corpse and see if they know anything of their death and he says, well, that is highly irregular, but let me, we don't want to cause a stir. And so he calls out to some of the other guards and they line mm -hmm. up making sort of a wall, like a circular wall around you. So nobody can see what you're doing. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. And um, yeah, I, I will do that. I will, I will cast speak with dead and I've confirmed that these are, this is not a concentration. So I'm also going to cast zone of truth on this corpse. Um, okay. So I'm going to burn two, two spells um, so that I can animate this corpse to speak with us and um, compel it to be truthful in its response. Um, so, okay. Yeah. And I'll, I'll throw up zone of truth there so you can see how you know um a creature can't speak a deliberate lie while in the radius um i guess it would have to make a saving throw on that though so oh, okay did he not fail it as he's already dead it's just i don't know questions i don't um, think that's yeah, a me answer that's a alex answer <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think that um he has that willpower intact right now okay. you're, you're just calling his spirit for i mean like i think he'd, he'd have to comply to that okay cool um yep boom Where am I? I can't feel um, my legs. They're in the shop. So I, I, I will lie. say with um, Speak With Dead, because I don't think we clarified this last time. Um, five questions. Five questions. And mm -hmm. um, it can't learn new information new or comprehend anything that has happened since it died. So he'd be right. incapable of comprehending he's dead. And he wouldn't yeah. feel, he wouldn't say, I can't feel my legs. Yeah. 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 Um, he's just, it's as if he was alive right before he died. And, you know, we can talk to him. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You guys are better at questions than I am. So proceed with the five questions. Please. So we should, we should talk about what the questions are in our head first, right? Mm -hmm. well, where did he get the tea? Oh, mm -hmm. Why did you give the tea to the other guy? And that might lead us on to more questions. In our head, I don't think we should ask him where he, um, <clears throat> why he gave him the tea. There are ears overhearing. Um, I think figuring out where the tea came from should be sufficient. Um, just a second. Let me see if I can. 
We should probably start with a more innocuous question with people. Uh, sorry, let me put this in rosy voice. We should probably start with a more innocuous question because they're going to hear what we say. So it should probably be like, do you know who did this to you? We know who did this one. to him, though. Oh, I know yeah. we do. Yeah. But that's, like, that's true. we need to start with a question that would make sense for somebody who doesn't know what's going on to ask. And he wouldn't know because he died when it exploded. So... But the people around watching. Yeah, yeah. No, you're. That's a great question, actually. Yeah, I'll we'll start with. I'll start with that one while while we're thinking of other ones. Um, do you know who did this to you? I don't know. I was just opening a small gift from my possible business partner Lincoln, and now I'm here. Hmm. Interesting. Um, ask who gave him the tea. Who his supplier is. Well, I'll just ask, well, I'll say, if you ask just who the supplier is, that's a bit too open. Now, um, I know you're in possession of some special uh, tea for sale. Who is your supplier? Oh, I got that from... It's it's a bit strange, but it was actually a member of the church. Um, you know, he, he came in, his name's Milo. Um, he's, a, uh, he's an elf. Um, and he worked for, or he's a, a member, I don't know how to say it. Um, he was part of the, the St. Crowley unit. Um, and I figured, well, since they work for the emperor, then it's probably okay. It's not like a normal church person who came in and you couldn't trust. Mm, I see. Um, Elf Milo Crowley. Okay. Um, two. Question number three. Um... I, I don't I don't I think that's that's useful information actually. I think that's exactly the information we wanted. Um, so what other questions can we ask to make it look like we're doing a more broad investigation? Right. Um We haven't asked him who would want to do this to him. No, but I I think I don't want to put too much suspicion on Lincoln. On yeah. Lincoln. Would he necessarily think Lincoln would want to blow him up? He's just gone into business with him and he's op happily opening a parcel that's from fair. that person. That's so he fair. won't necessarily answer Lincoln. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, do you have any enemies you know of? No, no. My, the only person I had any issue with was my new business partner, Lincoln. But we're, we've made up since then. Hmm. Perhaps ask him why he, why they made up. Um, yeah, um, what prompted you to make up? Well, we had gotten to quite a row last week and it was fairly public and to some extent as a man who devoted his life to duty and to discipline i felt that it was a major moral failing failing on my uh, on my part and so i wanted to make amends and luckily milo came along father milo and um he gave me the opportunity it seemed almost like you know, it's not that I don't believe in Theos, it's just I'm not a huge fan of the church, and it seems like Theos divinely sent this person so that Lincoln and I could become the friends and business partners we once were. Hmm. Yes, um, Theos reforges the hearts of all men, actually. Sure. Um, that's five, right? <laughs> I think that's five, I think yeah. That's five. That was... Or was that four? That was four. That's four. four. We got one more. Okay, okay. Um, of this father Milo, is there hmm. any other than being an elf? Does he have any other distinguishing feature? Um, really gaunt. He was kind of hollow cheeked. Um, 
you know, he, he wore um, this ring on his left pinky that it really stood out because he was just wearing the normal green robes, which are kind of drab, you know. And if you see any metal, it's usually it's kind of one of those metal monks that walk around from St. Crowley. But it was, yeah, he had this like golden ring on. It was like two lines or, or something. Interesting. Well, be at peace with you, dear soul. Because um, I think he loses the ability to be alive anymore. Um, he was trying to remember who the red hand that's like trying to like stir up trouble is, but he is a tabaxi, not an elf. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, there's nothing to say they haven't used sky self magic. If they're doing this sort of stuff, tabaxi yep. and elf is the right sort of height profile. True. Yeah, I, I think it's checking out where where they were brought to the other thing. Um, and I'll kind of turn to one of the the nearest uh, monks as that kind of magic fades away, and um, go. I I don't know what to do with that information, but um, I hope it was helpful. We will talk to Lincoln. It sounds like that's the only name I heard. Um, and but from there, it it sounds. Or oh, Milo. Milo was her name. <laughs> Lincoln and Milo. But I don't want to. We're, since you're already investigating, uh, your most reverend, w- would you mind heading up the portion of the church investigation? It's, I don't want my squad to get in any hot water. Or I don't want to deal with politics, and it seems like that could be a political mess. I will handle the politics. Does this guard seem, or, well, I don't know, he just seems a little more um, not able thoughtful. to talk. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, does he seem more off than the other ones? Like, or is that just because you're role playing him? More off in what way? Like, like he's, well, uh, not, like, he's not, not such robotic. an automaton. Yeah. 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 Well, he's yeah. yeah. Um, he's definitely different than the other ones. He's a higher ranking member of the the squad here, so he's definitely. Did, did we get his it, it name? Like he has more agency. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did okay. we get his name? And is he about the same height as me? <laughs> um, he would be. I mean, he's a he's a warforged, so he's um, Looks like you know, what's he's that? a medium sized yeah. creature. Yeah, medium sized creature. The same to us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, what's your designation? My designation is FUK four twenty. Warforged squad leader FUK four twenty. <laughs> well, that like the FUK bib, episode? okay. That's crazy. Oh. And on that, <laughs> double edge, we'll call the episode. Oh.